Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links, including the email, will also be in the description. I think I actually I want to start off quickly by talking about some of the games that I have been playing, just because it's kind of at the the tip of my mind. Uh, I just played it yesterday. I was streaming yesterday. I know it's been a while, but I streamed yesterday after a little bit of a hiatus. I was trying to decide what I should play because I have like a bunch of games on my Steam, like mo- like most of us do, uh, like all these backlogged games that I always wanted to play, but I haven't. And I sort of decided, I'm like, okay, should I play one of these games? Should I play something else? And then I decided, you know what? I can get Game Pass for like a dollar for three months. I'm not sure why, because I've had Game Pass in the past, but it seems like it was like a new deal that they allow any existing customer to also get. So I got Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar for three months and said, okay, you know what? Let me check it out. Let me see what they have and let me see if there's any games here. So I downloaded Knockout City, which was a game I wanted to try and people seem to be really enjoying. And the other one was Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon, which is basically Yakuza 7. But I think it's not really the seventh entry technically. It's not like a, a, a sequel or yeah, whatever you call it, a sequel to number six. It's with a new character, uh, a new play style, new gameplay style, all that. So I was like, okay, you know what? Both these games interested me. So I started playing both of them. Great games. I mean, I want first of all with Knockout City. This is a game by EA. B- basically, this is a game where you essentially are playing dodgeball. But imagine like a Fortnite version of dodgeball without no battle royale type stuff. But like, like you know that sort of level of like craziness and like the the art style and everything like that. And it was really really fun. It was easy to get into. The mechanics are pretty simple to understand. There's not like any. You know, it's not like Fortnite. We have to learn like, okay, you gotta build and do this really quickly and build this way and build that way. It's not. It's nothing like that. Like, it's very easy, very intuitive. And I was surprised that this game kind of just went under the radar, uh, at least for me. I know that you know around the time it was coming out, people were kind of talking about it. But at this point of time, I don't really see or hear too many people talk about it, which is surprising. And like, I'm having a great time, even if I'm playing alone. I would obviously like kind of like Sea of Thieves. I, w- I want to get back into Sea of Thieves, but I feel like this game would be really, really fun if you have another group of another two people that could play with you. Because I think you can play a maximum of three people on one team, but it is really, really fun. I was surprised. So I think like if you are even remotely interested in Knockout City and let's say you have a PC or an Xbox, I mean, definitely just get Game Pass and like get it there and check it out there. Um, otherwise, I think on PlayStation... And just like regular price or whatever on PC and stuff like that is like $20. So I do think it is worth that that price as long as you have a group of people that you can play with. Or as long as you know you know that you'll be spending some time in that game. Like I, I definitely think it's worth it. Yakuza 7, the intro itself was very engaging. It almost felt like a movie. And I'm, I mean, I'm saying this as a person who has played games like Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, stuff like that. Like, it's not like I haven't played cinematic games, okay? But, like, it was just something about Yakuza 7. The way they were kind of showing you, like, story elements, putting into gameplay for a second, showing you story elements again, 
that like there was just something about it that really really grabbed me and i was really really i was already engaged and i was like wow i just want to keep playing this game this is really really fun and like the gameplay is easy as well it's like easy to understand um it's i, I obviously i don't know in terms of how, the difficulty like if it gets worse over over time uh, i do need to i do need to finish yakuza 0 i feel like i started that and like put it like put in a bunch of hours but never finished but yakuza 7 so far has been surprisingly interesting i've only played like an hour or so uh, but I'm like, you know, itching to get back, right? Like both of these games, Knockout City and Yakuza 7. I'll, you know what? I'll, since we're talking about games I'm playing, I'll quickly talk about some of the other ones. The other one, of course, is Super Mario Golf. Just started, just got this game the day it came out. Um, Saf Silva and I and, and like a couple of my friends, like all of us have been playing this game constantly. We, we just love this game. Uh, it's the story mode and stuff like that. I completely agree with all the reviews that are out yeah like it's not the story mode is, is is pointless you can do it if you want and there's no training mode so it doesn't really teach you anything you just kind of have to like learn everything on the fly but like talking from experience and and, and also like f- friends of mine that have never played a golf game like at all the fact that all of them were also able to kind of pick it up and and get all the you know the special moves the curves the timing everything like that like it's it's it is very easy to pick up so i will give nintendo that like it does seem you know because i, I think that was another thing that i kept right re- kept reading that it, you know it doesn't tell you how to like do certain things or it doesn't teach you how to do certain things but the way the game is designed i'm like yeah like it doesn't teach you that but just by reading like something about it or just by kind of seeing it happen you are able to pick it up pretty easily so that's just like my opinion on that but yeah, I mean, other than I feel like Super Mario Golf, like uh, I, I think it's called Super Rush, something like Super Mario Golf, Super Rush. I don't know, but like basically, it's it's more Mario Golf. It's really fun if you enjoy golf even a little bit, you'll probably enjoy this. If you enjoy games like Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, stuff like that, I'm sure you'll find a way to kind of fit this in those multiplayer uh, set of games that you have that you play with friends or you play with your loved ones. Uh, I think I definitely think this is like a fun game to have, like especially because they have like a new mode called Battle Golf, where you kind of you're kind of like hitting and you're hitting the ball, you're rushing to the next one, you're like kind of running past each other, almost like Mario Kart style. You're getting to the to the ball where it landed and hitting it again, and you have special moves and everything like that. Like they have they have added like they made it a really really fun, compelling multiplayer game that I know you know once once everything is done. Uh, in terms of the pandemic and everything like that, like it'll be such a fun time. But you can obviously play all this online, so it's not like you have to have people around you. So that's why I, I, I don't know. This is just me. Maybe this is just my bias towards uh, so Mario Golf. But like, I really, really like this game. It's really, really fun. Um, I haven't really played Ratchet and Clank since the last time. I, I do need to kind of jump back in. Uh, in general, I haven't really been able to like all the games that I'm mentioning were either like I played during my stream. Or I played um, last weekend, or like like Super Mario Golf. So I haven't really been able to play Ratchet and Clank or Returnal that much. So I am kind of chugging my way through that slowly. I, Ratchet and Clank, I'm definitely taking my time. That's like that's on purpose. Um, anytime I get some free time to play it, I always look at the time. If I have thirty minutes to an hour, I might be like, you know what? No, I'm not gonna play this. I might, you know, jump into Returnal. Um, if I have more than that, then I might jump into Ratchet and Clank. So. I think that's just kind of the way I'm playing right now uh, with with my schedule. Uh, Returnal, same thing. Like I'm, I'm slowly chugging my way through that. I've finished, I've I've killed the first boss, so that's good. Uh, made it to the second biome, so I'm just kind of slowly making my way through that. It is, it's an enjoyable game. Uh, I I still stick by what I said that it is not worth full price, and the fact that it's already on discount on the PSN store uh, says it all. 
I think if you are interested in, in this game, you can pick it up for the price that it is now. I think in Canada, it's 66, 65 Canadian dollars. So it's like almost like a 24, $25 discount. So, you know, like I, if you feel that that's, that's worthwhile, perfect. Uh, in my opinion, like it's still, I think if it's, uh, if it's around 40 USD, I think, I think I can kind of live with that. I can get that like 40 USD for a game like this for the, for the style and everything like that and the story and all that definitely worth it. Um, definitely do not think this is worth that 70 USD. So from that, actually just talking about Returnal, we can actually go into talking about a few acquisitions that Sony has been making, uh, not in, I mean, according to them, uh, not in response to what Xbox and Microsoft have been doing, but Sony just recently bought Housemark Games or Housemark Studios, uh, basically the makers of games like Returnal, like Resogun, like Dead Nation, Alienation. It's a very well-known studio, especially on the arcade side. And of course, they've kind of just become a household-ish name now because of Returnal, because of the, the marketing and the push that it had. And I, this was, I'm surprised. This is one of those things where it just made sense. You know, it just made sense. They seem to always have a good working relationship with Housemark. And, you know, it was it was surprising that Sony hadn't done this already. And maybe, I mean, I'm not sure if like Housemark even wanted to be bought or if they did want to be bought and, you know, no one was just, no one was kind of, you know, giving them the time of the day. But like, yeah, like it just seems like a good investment in general on the Sony end because um, the thing that I do appreciate that Sony is doing at the moment when it comes to buying studios is it's studios that have made a game for them and the game does well, right? I'm assuming that's what happened with Returnal. That's probably what happened with Resogun. It's a game that came out for them and then it did well. And they're like, you know what? Yep, let's bring them into the fold. So I think that's kind of, I like that sort of strategy of like, we we know what you can do for us when we when you make an exclusive for us. So, you know, here you go. We're going to bring you in and, and keep doing the same thing. And like, I'm, I'm excited to see what this does for Returnal 2 or for, for Housemark's next project because it seems like Housemark is kind of slowly moving away from that arcade shooting mindset. They will still keep that gameplay, but it seems like that they want to keep growing their their overall their overall um, scope and the project size and everything like that. So it seems that they're trying to kind of reach a different level, kind of reaching the same like Naughty Dog Insomnia Games level whilst keeping that gameplay intact. And I think that will be that will be quite interesting if they can do that, especially now that they have the backing of of a big you know, big company like Sony and with PlayStation obviously selling like crazy and, uh, you know, just taking over the world. I can, I can see that their next game having a lot of marketing push similar to Returnal, a little bit more than Returnal, I will say, but like similar to Returnal, having that marketing push and, you know, having uh, like bigger story elements to it, make it maybe almost on par to games like, you know, Last of Us or Spider-Man or Ghost of Tsushima. So like I think I I'm excited to see because you can see that they have a talented development team. You can see that they are able to kind of make a really really fun game no matter what the scenario or setting is. So they have some talent there, and I'm glad that Sony decided that you know what yeah after after their track record they sh- they should be brought in, right? With this we can also talk about Bluepoint Games or Bluepoint Studios. Um, they they are sub- I think they are bought by Sony. Uh, this came off of the way when when Housemark was announced as being purchased by Sony. Uh, I think one of the PlayStation accounts by mistake leaked 
uh, an image that showed that Bluepoint was also bought by Sony. I think they I think they assumed that maybe they were announcing both of these acquisitions in the same day. But of course, like, you know, maybe to, to just jump the gun uh, or whatever. And they, they kind of quickly re- removed the tweet before, of course, like, I mean, it was too late because the internet is the internet and everyone caught uh, a screenshot of that tweet at that point. So, you know, it, it does seem like Bluepoint Games is also going to be part of, of the Sony Fold. And again, same thing, makes sense. You know, like they did a great job with Demon Souls. They've done a great job with their entire collection. It was just like they just had a good working relationship with Sony that it just made sense. It just made sense to bring in a studio like that and bring them into the fold so that they can kind of, you know, kind of do their own thing. And 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 maybe my, my thought process was that, okay, maybe this is kind of Sony saying that, yeah, like Bluepoint Games has some amazing development team. So they might get pulled left or right, depending on what Naughty Dog might need, depending on what Insomniac Games might need, you know, whoever, or Sucker Punch, right? Like, depending on that, they might get pulled here and there. But Sony does have some amazing franchises that are just dormant or have not been talked about or have not been touched. And I think for them, seeing the success of Demon's Souls uh, remake, seeing the success of The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted Collection, you know, Resident Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil 3 remake, I think seeing these successes, they're realizing that this remake side of things, especially now that it's been such a long time since some of these games have just even seen the light of day, with the new technology, 4K, ray tracing, all that stuff, kind of like similar to Demon's Souls, there's like a big market there. A lot of people have not played these games. A lot of people are picking up a PlayStation console for the first time and would want to play these games. And then giving him, giving them a full remade version for full price is like, they'll, they'll buy it. Like I bought Demon's Souls, right? I had Demon's Souls on PS3 because of a PS Plus thing like way back. But the game, like, I, I just never played it. It just, I don't know. It just, it, for me, even then with the, on the PS3, it just didn't, it just didn't look that great. It didn't look that fun. But then I played Demon's Souls Remake on my PS5 and I loved it. I was like, wow, this is amazing. This looks great. This plays great. Even though the gameplay code is basically the same. So I think like they have, they, they I think they realize that they have a market that they can tap into by having Bluepoint in their fold and by being able to basically, you know, get games like maybe Metal Gear Solid if they have a good deal with Konami. Maybe like Legend of Dragoon. Maybe the medieval remaster that they did, maybe they can do a proper remake for that, you know? There's like so many games under the Sony fold. Obviously, like I'm blanking out on a lot of them because they are kind of they are kind of like doing something with with most of them. But like let's say like Bluepoint becomes in charge of like remaking Infamous uh, in the meantime, while Sucker Punch is on the end, on their end, making a, a new infamous game, right? I can easily see that, right? Or even the, like, like similar how we saw Ratchet and Clank be remade by Insomniac Game. Maybe Insomniac Games is working Spider-Man 2 and Bluepoint is like, okay, you know what? We'll take over. We'll do the the other Ratchet and Clank games that we want to put out and we'll real remake those older games so that people can play games like Going Commando, Up Your Arsenal, Deadlocked, or whatever. Like, you know, all these amazing Ratchet and Clank games that I grew up with. So... I, I do think that this is a good good acquisition for sure. I'm surprised that it took this long for any company to do this because I do believe Bluepoint helped Microsoft with the the Master Chief Collection. No, was it Master No, it was I, I don't know if it was a Master Chief Collection or if it was just the Halo 2 remake. I don't know if it was either or, but like I I, I do remember that even uh, Bluepoint has helped Microsoft with some of these remakes and stuff too. So I'm just surprised that, you know, these companies just kind of waited this long 
to make them the right offer because they just seem so talented. They're able to like the same what they did with Shadow Shadow the Colossus, for example, for for Sony. Like they're just able to create such a a wonderful playing and looking game. You know, when you look at the old game and you look at the game that they've just kind of remade, it's just it's just crazy. It just looks like a game that was just released this year. I obviously it was released this year, but like you know, it just looks amazing and it plays amazing. So I'm really happy that. Sony is like saying, okay, you know what? Like, let we do need to buy stuff. We do need to buy some company because we do want to get more companies into our fold that are making PlayStation exclusives. And PlayStation is hitting on all fronts at the moment, right? With Returnal coming out, with Ratchet and Clamp coming out and, and doing well. And then Horizon most likely coming up pretty soon, uh, unless there's some other surprises. I mean, I know like this, like Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. So I know I should technically count them as exclusives for the year. But in my brain, I'm just, I, I just talk about the sole console exclusives, right? Like, especially when you're comparing it to Xbox um, with um, with Forza and with Halo. So it's it, like Sony is doing really great. So I'm excited that they have more companies coming into the fold. And I'm excited to see what they do with this. This is going to be pretty awesome. So with this, in terms of talking, talking about partnerships, we should quickly talk about Konami partnering with Bloober Team. So this was just announced recently. I think Konami themselves, after seeing all that Blue Box Studios conspiracy, uh, you know, Hideo Kojima, uh, like mishmashed with this Blue Box uh, owner or, or director or whatever, like after all that stuff, hearing about all this, I think Konami must have been like, yo, okay, look, this is not Silent Hill. This is not this other thing. We're we're gonna make our announcement now. Okay, you know what? I should not say that. It could be Silent Hill. It could still still very well be Silent Hill. But they're probably just coming out in front of it and saying, by the way, we have made a partnership with Bloober Team, the the team that made Blair Witch, the team that made Observer, um, Layers of Fear. There was another one. I think there was another one, right? Yeah, we'll just go with those three for now. But like basically, the, oh, the medium. Sorry, the medium. There you go. Uh, we basically we're gonna be working with with that team. Um, I think especially with the medium, because if you look at the medium, um, like I I played the game when I, when it came out earlier this year or like last year, and like I, I it was it was a game you could kind of see had it took a lot from Silent Silent Hill like the older games, uh, like in terms of just the the look, the way it plays, everything like that. Uh, it, it, is is it a good game? That's a that's a whole different thing. <laughs> but like you know, like you can see that they have that pedigree of making those kinds of games, and you know, so Konami just came out saying that, yeah, you know what, we're going to partner with them to make horror games. And that's all they said. And we all, we know that Konami only has Silent Hill as a horror property. So it makes sense. I'm not the biggest fan of Bloober Team after the medium. I'm like, I really like Observer. Observer was really cool. I, I really like Layers of Fear 2. Uh, one, I didn't really play. I remember I played a little bit, but 2 was really good. But then the Blair Witch Project and then the, the medium, both of them just fell off. Like it was... It, it just yeah it, it was just it was just not scary it was just not like doing anything interesting in my opinion it just I, I was just surprised like the the dip it took and like i was just surprised by the reviews being so weird like like i've noticed that some some uh websites would give the, would give those games a nine and other websites are giving them like a four or five and then the consensus would always come down to like a like a overall like 60 or 70 percent so it's 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 like I'm just like okay, like I'm, like even the people that give it like a high score, I'm like I'm like why? Like there's so many issues, there's so many problems with this game, and that's what I noticed with the medium as well. And I was I was so excited for the medium. You have no clue how excited I was for the medium because I just love horror games, and like I was so psyched for it. And you know I was like 
I was like, okay, like maybe I should buy an Xbox for this, or you know what, I'll wait for wait, wait to pick up an Xbox since I can play on my PC and I have a, I have a really good PC and everything like that. So I was so excited to pick it up, and as I started playing it, and like I was like, okay, this is really interesting. And as we kind of went along, I'm like, like really, like this is this like is this it? Like there's no like there's barely any horror elements. There's the gameplay is so boring and basic. Like I was just surprised. I was just surprised. I think I think uh, yeah. Like I feel like disappointed is I can't I can't use the word bigger than disappointed, but. I I just I was just unhappy. So Konami partnering with Bloober Team uh, is great in one way in, in in terms of Konami being open to partnerships. So what this tells me is that Konami is realizing that they have so many cool properties and they're just leaving it for whatever reason. They're they're not making money off of it when they can. So I think that's what they're doing now is reaching out to different companies to start these partnerships. And now I am I'm not hundred percent certain. But I'm more and more sure, getting to that point almost, that Konami is entering into a partnership with Sony to maybe do Metal Gear Solid remake with Bluepoint, right? I can I can easily see that, or even like a new Metal Gear Solid game, because Konami does have a good relationship with Sony because of Metal Gear Solid Four. So I won't be surprised if that does happen. But it's a good sign. It's a good sign that Konami is saying that hey, we have so many properties, we need to start licensing this out because we're just leaving money on the table. And Sony is, I'm 100% sure Sony is probably messaging them, messaging them day and night saying that, hey, give us this property. Let us work with this one. Let's work with Metal Gear Solid again. Let's work with Castlevania. Like, I, I'm sure that, you know, Konami is getting a lot of offers from, from everywhere. Um, I think it's just, I, I'm just excited to see what happens next. And the fact that Konami is finally in the year of 2021 open to doing this now. So I'm, I'm glad that that's happening. So with that, we can move on to the PlayStation event most likely happening pretty soon, uh, but I'll quickly go over a few predictions that I have. Uh, it's, I mean, I think it's predicted to happen next week. Yeah, next week, I think. Uh, I think it'll be announced, uh, I think today or tomorrow, most likely. Let's see if it even does. And this is just kind of, this whole section is completely pointless, but PlayStation event, let's assume it's happening next week. 100% we will see a God of War uh, trailer slash gameplay or something, just letting us know that, yeah, it's not coming out in 2021. But here you go. Like, this is what it looks like. This is the game. This is what we're going to be tackling in this story. And it's coming out next year. Uh, for Horizon, 100%, they need to they need to announce a release date. They are still pretty certain that it's coming out this year. But if it is getting pushed to next year, I think this is when they announce it. This is when they say, hey, sorry, this is getting pushed to next year. We do not want to mess with this game. We do not want to mess with their talent. We do not want... We, we want them to take their time. So I think it's very possible that... It might get. I don't think it will, but I'm just saying that if the, if it does, this is where they announce it, and if it doesn't, this is where they announce the release date. And like I'm in my brain, I I keep predicting a, a September, September October release date for a Horizon. I just I just do not see them wanting to release this game in November, because it's a single player focused game. In November, we already have uh, Forza is coming out on on the Microsoft end. But November is also like the, the time where we get all these games like Call of Duties, Battlefields and everything like that. And then I think December is most likely where we'll get Halo, maybe. Actually, we might get Halo in November too. I don't know, but like that October, November area is going to get really, really packed. And I don't know, I, 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 I if Sony feels bullish, with which they do most of the time, they'll be like, yeah, like we'll put on the same day as Halo Infinite or, or Forza, like they won't care, right? But like, I think... I think in terms of wanting us, wanting us as gamers to be able to afford these games, to be able to get these games and play them properly and then move on to the next game, 
it will make sense to kind of release these games like a little bit maybe around september october ish but like let's see right like we don't know we don't even know if it's if it's confirmed but like i think that's like my wishful thinking that's what i would want it to be for it to be released but i think horizon definitely they'll they'll talk about that i think like the the main other two things that i've just kind of leaked already are the ghost Tsushima director's cut so it seems that the director's cut will have a standalone expansion which i'm extremely psyched about this was my game of the year last year so i mean this will be awesome i'm i'm gonna be so excited if this does come out but like basically they'll probably announce a director's cut which has like a ps5 version and everything like that and it has a standalone expansion called ghost of ikishima uh, so you know I, I don't know if it's a prequel or a sequel like what the whole deal is but that that would be really really cool and anyone that played ghost of Tsushima last year will more more than will be more than happy to kind of like me to double dip and buy it again this year with the with the dlc and the expansion and everything like that and play it on my ps on the ps5 so i think if they release that this year as well that will be another another huge win for sony um on top of that i think last of us factions i think this they definitely would want to release that this year and i won't be surprised if they're if they're targeting that for something like a november december release around the time where all the multiplayer games come out for people to try i i really do hope that they maybe they maybe push the idea or they maybe kind of forego the idea of of charging people a price for it maybe making it free to play maybe actually just saying that hey if you have last of us part two you get faction for free otherwise it's 20 bucks or whatever because if they do want this to be a long-standing multiplayer game, they need to they need to kind of adapt with the times. They they cannot charge full price for it. They 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 maybe knockout city price, which is like twenty five dollars or twenty dollars or whatever, is not too bad. But I think when you have something like Halo Infinite doing a really great job of you know putting their the multiplayer, which is like the key component of Halo, uh, obviously even not for me. For me, the campaign is the main thing. But I know for a lot of people, multiplayer is the main thing. But that's a key component and they're saying that hey this is all going to be free to play the fact that they are kind of moving in that direction i just i i, I just think that if they want to make this a long-standing multiplayer game they need to make this free to play there's no you know there's no previous generation there's no previous games to kind of support the, the game like then you know the problem with naughty dog releasing a multiplayer game and and charging full price for it is that when people see it people will be like okay this is cool this is a universe i like but you have never made a multiplayer game before. I don't know how this runs. I don't know how this plays. We might have a few betas and alphas, but I don't I don't have no trust or faith in you because I don't know. This is the first time you're doing it. Versus Call of Duty or Battlefield, when they've done this again and again, this is like their seventh, eighth, five hundredth entry or whatever, you know? Like it's very different when you ask someone like that to pay full price versus someone that's why Knockout City is, is like twenty something dollars and not forty, fifty dollars, right? So like I think I, I'm I'm hoping that Last of Us Factions does come out this year, but they also do ensure that the pricing is is a bit more modern. It's it's adapted to the the times in a way. Um, other than that, I think in terms of wishful thinking, I would want them to maybe announce a new Infamous. That I think that would be pretty great. Maybe announce a couple of remakes, something like Metal Gear Solid, if it is coming out. Obviously, I'm I'm talking like like as if they're gonna announce like everything, right? But like Metal Gear Solid remake, I think that would be pretty pretty sick if they can. Uh, since since Sucker Punch obviously going to be working on on Ghost Tsushima, I would love to see if they're working on something new, um, other than Infamous or something like that. You know, like if there's anything else on their end that they're working with. At the same time, some of the acquisitions or partnerships that they have just kind of like you know brought up a little while back, like Haven Studios, 
um like who else was there i feel like there was another one there was another one but like all these all these partnerships that they kind of went into you know maybe they can kind of bring up the fact that yeah we just went into these partnerships and everything like that and this is what they're coming up with this is what they're making i think that would also be really really great um please give us ssd you know whatever like the um the nvme uh playstation licensed ssd i don't even know what i'm trying to say but like the nvme that we're allowed to put into our playstations to expand our storage that seems to be a big request and even even for me like my my space is still good because i do make it a habit to delete a lot of the games that i'm not playing but like you know like i think it's time like i think it's time that we get this right like why are we not like why are we not allowed to expand our stories so i'm hoping that they also kind of announce that and let us know that hey yeah you know what okay fine you can you can expand your story there you go finally other than that i think like obviously i'm just i'm just looking for some of the just go to some of the regular stuff that we would normally see on a playstation event you know like obviously we'll, we'll probably hear more about gran turismo uh maybe they might give us a slight teaser for a new spider-man game i think that would be pretty sick like I'm, I'm i'm i think more than that because these are sequels and these are games that i expect i'm just excited to see if there's something that they kind of just show out of nowhere that this is like a dormant game or there's something that we just never didn't even expect and it just kind of popped up on the screen and it just it has like a really cool creator behind it and stuff like that I think that would be pretty sick. So I'm, no, I'm, I'm excited for the PlayStation event. I think like they have a lot riding on this, and all the leaks are suggesting that it will be a pretty big event. Um, but more than that, kind of the same way how I was critiquing Microsoft, um, I want to know what's coming out this year and what's coming out in the next six months of next year. I don't, I do not want to, I do not want to see a teaser with no release date, nothing like that. I do not want to know something that's coming out in 2024. Like I don't, I don't care about that. So we have run out of time, so I will end the show here and I'll leave a couple of things that I want to talk about for next episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about these kind of structures, these 30 minute episodes I like doing. Uh, I know I used to do ones that were like longer than an hour, then I made it an hour, then made it 45 minutes. And now we've been kind of sticking to this 30 minute thing. But like, let me know if you want me to actually expand it, maybe make it shorter, maybe make it into bite size. Like, let me know. I'm always open to opinions and thoughts and stuff like that so please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com that's amandamangames at gmail.com message me on instagram at amandamangames i'm always very receptive and and, uh, and you know respond really quickly there so message me anytime and thank you so much everyone for joining i'll see you next time bye